Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You know, I figured five days of podcasts just weren't enough for you, so here's a special weekend edition. <laughs> What's up? This is Marquez Saves the Republic, and somebody suggested, you know, uh, hey, I, you know, I, I, I work on Saturdays, I work on Sundays, and a lot of people say, hey, I travel two hours, but your podcast is only 20, 30 minutes. Can you do more of them? And I thought to myself, I could. Uh, but what I what I really decided to do, and something I've seen some other people do, and something I think you're going to enjoy is uh, on the weekends, on Saturday, and potentially even Sunday, taking one of the the most popular, one of the most um, you know interesting clips from our our daily radio show that you may have missed during the week, or that you may want to hear, you know, that I may want to highlight again, and and re-airing that as one of these Marque Saves the Republic podcasts, because I think it is very, you know, important, and it would be the same kind of theme, it would be the same kind of information that you need, the same kind of information and entertaining stuff that will help you realize that all's not lost, but, you know, it's close. <laughs> and with this particular segment is something that actually as is is continuing on in the news cycle and and just yesterday there was a uh, there was a news story about it it's the budweiser the bud light dylan mulvaney controversy uh and we've been we've been following the story for a very long time longer than i even thought it was going to have legs but it was something that really affected people negatively and yesterday finally the the anheuser bush ceo he finally apologized except he didn't apologize it was it was I, some some headlines said the apology was flatter than a day old Bud Light, which I think is a great way to put it. Uh, so I, I want to um, I want to share with you one of the segments we did about Dylan Mulvaney, Bud Light, Alicia Heinerscheid, who's the marketing genius from Harvard behind the whole campaign and Candace Owens with her reaction, which seemed to be very similar to our reaction. Um, in case you missed it, here it is. Here it is again right now. This woman who, she, I guess she's the marketing director in charge of Bud Light. Bud Light, you know, as, as a brand, has its own marketing director. Sure, it's all under Anheuser-Busch, um, but every brand, they had, you know, they're going to try to appeal to a different audience. Stella Artois is going to need a different marketing plan than Landshark. Landshark is going to need a, a different marketing plan than Bud Light, and Bud Light is going to need a different marketing plan than what they've got because, as you pointed out, They've lost a lot of revenue, not 50%. That's a, that'd be a lot, but they've lost, I think, uh, it's between, I've heard fluctuating data, but it's between five and $7 billion, which when you're worth, you know, I think $170 billion is still a lot of money. Um, and the investors are going to, I mean, there's going to have to be some kind of retribution. There's going to have to be some kind of changes made. And everybody believes the biggest change to be made would be with the vice president of marketing for Bud Light, uh, Alyssa Gordon Heinerscheid. And Alyssa Gordon Heinerscheid is the one that said, uh, you know, we uh, we had a pretty clear directive here at Bud Light. Well, I'm a businesswoman. Mm -hmm. I had a really clear job to do when yeah. I took over Bud Light. And it was this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract 
young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. Right. So to attract young drinkers, as we talked about the other day, they hired um, transgender guy Dylan Mulvaney, who's been living life as a girl for 365 days. And they thought this was the appropriate spokesperson to draw in that younger audience, which is ironic because in the same interview, she talks about how they apparently already had a young audience. Bud Light had been kind of a brand of fratty, kind of out-of-touch humor, and it was really important <laughs> that we had another approach. So if you're already a fratty beer, meaning, I mean, that frat, I, I, am, I assume, as most people do, that she's referring to fraternities and young dudes, 20-something dudes and their juvenile brand of humor. They're chugging Bud Light at the keg party, whatever. I mean, that's about, that's about as young a drinking audience as you can get. I mean, you, you're not really supposed to appeal to the teens on TikTok. You're supposed to start uh, you know, uh, advertising to people who are 21 years of age and up. And that's most of your college fraternity types. In fact, for a lot of folks, college fraternities or colleges probably where they start binge drinking i mean they're starting younger and younger these days so it could be elementary school i don't know but uh but at least you know in my day you didn't really start going heavy into the cheap beer until you were in college and then it just continued throughout the rest of your life so if if bud light was the fratty beer it seems to me like they were already hitting the mark not according to Alyssa gordon heinerscheid she wanted she wanted a totally different audience so i had this super clear mandate it's like we mm -hmm. need to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand and my what i brought to that was a belief in okay what is what do, what does evolve and elevate mean it means inclusivity it means shifting the tone it means having a campaign that's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men yeah and is not fratty so that was where she left it she wanted something bigger brighter she wanted something clearer more unique more modern more sophisticated and not fratty. Well, after that interview went public, people started digging around, and you'll never guess what they found. Uh, they'll never guess what they found on the internet regarding Alyssa and her and her college days. Alyssa Gordon Heinerscheid herself apparently engaged in some pretty fratty behavior. <laughs> the uh, Daily Caller has a photo of her not only chugging a rolling rock, but blowing up, meaning inflating, with her mouth, a condom. A pink one. Some other dudes there blowing up a yellow one. I'm not sure what the game is that they're playing, but it definitely seems like some kind of fratty, inappropriate college thing that you would do. Uh, they write the chief, the vice president of marketing at Bud Light, who recently said the company needs to update its fratty image and out-of-touch humor, can be seen partaking in the same behavior she seemed to be criticizing during a Harvard Social Club event. Recently leaked images show. She went to Harvard, BT dubs. Sorry, Keith. The Daily Caller obtained the photos from a source who had screenshots of the album on Alyssa Gordon Heinerscheid's Facebook page, which was titled ISIS Senior Reverse Initiative Scavenger Hunt. In the album, there are photos of Heinerscheid drinking with others and holding condoms up to their mouths. An article in the Harvard Crimson describes the club as a, quote, haven of inebriated ditzes. Bud Light's marketing had been criticized in recent days. In late March, Heiner Scheid appeared on a podcast where she promotes Bud Light's new direction in marketing and said the company needed to update its fratty image and change its out-of-touch humor. So you change your out-of-touch humor by hiring the girl who was a an inebriated ditz and blowing up condoms um, at her Harvard parties and then, of course, posting photos of those inflated condoms on her 
on her Facebook page. Now, again, I'm not saying that being an inebriated ditz in college is bad. I'm not saying that blowing up a condom for some kind of college practical joke or hijinks is even something that I wouldn't partake in myself. I'm sure I've done I mean, I was in a fraternity for years. I don't even remember half of my... I don't think... If you told me, hey, we have photos of you doing this horribly disgusting and ridiculous fratty juvenile thing during your college years, I'd probably say, yeah, that sounds like me. <laughs> you know, that's probably right. That's about right. You don't... Look, you don't just fall into a job like this one. You've got to not work really hard in college for four years to end up where I ended up, folks. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I'm all about going to college, joining a fraternity, and acting like a, 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 a doob if you want to. Uh, but you shouldn't then, 10 years down the road, uh, poo-poo the entire college beer-drinking fraternity scene when you become the spokesperson and the marketing representative for the number one choice of college fraternity beer drinkers. It's going to be a problem for you. And in fact, it's become a problem for uh, Alyssa Gordon Heinerschneid because yesterday Candace Owens lit into her on Tucker Carlson's show. Nothing says I hate Fratty quite like blowing up a condom at a booze <laughs> fest, which is exactly what she's doing. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe she's a safe, self-hating for you know, like people always call me a self-hating Canadian because I was born in Canada, but now I'm like that's the worst place in the world. I don't trust those people. I never want to go back. Ugh, I spit on the country. Sometimes they, you give it, show me some maple syrup, and I will just pour it down. I would rather put, I would rather put, uh, put Bud Light on my pancakes than maple syrup at this point. And they say, wow, you're like a self-hating Canadian. How did that happen? Maybe that's the problem with her. Maybe, uh, maybe she was she was so fratty and so juvenile in college that now she's just disgusted by all of it. And in an effort to try to hide who she truly is. I don't know, maybe that's it. Um, but anyway, I digress. Oh, Candace Owens went on to say, look, you can't really blame her. You can't really blame her for trying to hide her, her fratty past because in this day and age, we are all taught to be liars or we won't fit in. She's lying because she has to lie. Of course, she Fair. enjoys a frat culture. Of course, she had a good time while she was in college like every other person. But now, to survive in world culture, you have to become a liar. You have to pretend that you yeah. think fat is beautiful. You have to pretend to be race obsessed. You have to pretend that you think Dylan Mulvaney is a woman and should be included in female spaces. We are being told that you have to lie repeatedly in order yeah. to survive in corporate culture. Which is really interesting because you would think that probably most most of the people that are in corporate culture today didn't think the way they think today until they were told to or they wouldn't get paid anymore. You would think that probably most of the people in corporate culture didn't give a gosh darn about the sex or gender of anybody. They didn't want to wear a they didn't want to wear a pride flag on their on their lapel during June. They didn't you know care about anybody's race or weight or anything. They just didn't even think about it until some corporate culture told them, "Hey, you've got to feel this way or else you don't belong here in this corporate culture." And if you don't belong in this corporate culture, your paycheck and your benefits and everything else is going to go. It's going to go out the window and we'll find somebody who's more than willing to conform. Um, in fact, I know a lot of people who fall into that particular mold. And Candace Owens, uh, you know, she she uh, um, she, uh, you know, um, what do you call it? Explains it pretty well. Then she says something which we basically said on this show about a week ago. What about the other women? Why are we celebrating a guy who is stealing jobs and the spotlight from women. 
Why is Bud Light celebrating a guy? Because biologically, that's what Dylan Mulvaney is, a guy. Why are they celebrating him and promoting him and paying him to take the place of a woman? How is that inclusive? How does that fit into the left's narrative that women, for, for decades, women have been unequal to men? The glass ceiling needs to be shattered. Equal pay for equal work. How many times have we heard that? Now, it's not even equal pay for equal work. It's not even equal work for equal work. They have a job for a woman, and they give it to a guy pretending to be a woman. That's, that's the least inclusive thing we've ever heard of. And Candace Owens agrees. There is a post-analysis that needs to happen here on why it is that Dylan Mulvaney for 365 days was able to openly mock women, to openly yeah. take the spaces of women, to get contracts from Ulta Beauty, to take you know contracts from other women and all these sponsorships, and nobody cared. Until suddenly, Dylan Mulvaney traversed into a male space, and it became unacceptable. Why? Because men don't <laughs> tolerate this level of lies in the way that women do, right? We respond emotionally and not rationally. We should have been the ones to put an end to Dylan Mulvaney, but we didn't because we feel bad. And shouldn't we just feel bad for men that want to be women and mock us and put on lipstick and pigtails and call themselves a girl? I think not, Tucker, but woke culture says yes. Oh, look at that. So Candace Owens says it's the woman's fault. It's you women's fault. Hannah, you're the ones that put up with Dylan Mulvaney. You're the ones that allowed him to pretend to be a woman. You guys didn't speak out or smack it down or say anything because you're emotional creatures and you felt bad for him. So you said, all right, that's fine. You could pretend to be a woman. But when it goes into a man's domain like beer, all of a sudden Kid Rock's like, F that noise. And he's shooting up Bud Light cans. When it, draws, when it goes into a man, men do not live their lives by emotional responses. Men just say, no way, Jose. And they pull the beer off the shelves or out of their redneck Riviera bars. Or they write songs, F Bud Light. And they, uh, and they hurl them into the air, shooting them like they're skeet. That's how men respond. So really, uh, what Candace Owens is saying here, and Hannah, what you need to, to really grasp, and any other woman who's listening is, that it's women who allow Dylan Mulvaney to steal their, their jobs and their resources and, um, and poke fun at their entire existence for 365 days. I didn't even know who he was until a week ago. Well, that's your own fault. Okay. Because, <laughs> and you probably felt bad for him. No. Yes, you probably did. You're just an emotional woman. Okay. That's what, that's what Candace Owens is saying.